0: Bismillah ar-Rahman rahim alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, wassalatu wassalamu ala rasulihil kareem, nabina muhammadin wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in, wa ba'd. this Ramadan, in some of these brief sittings that we're going to be having after the taraweeh, we will go over some ahadith that are contained in Imam al-Bukhari's Al-Adab al-Mufrad a book within which he collected and recorded ahadith that are related to adab that are related to etiquettes that are related to mannerisms how the believer should interact with the rest of creation and as it is the case that these sittings the primary purpose behind them is for them to be served as nothing other than a reminder then based upon that we can't have an in-depth study of these ahadith for indeed that would take a lengthy period of time however the purpose behind this is to read the ahadith some selected ahadith contained in here with some of the fawaid, some of the benefits that Sheikh Zayd ibn Hadi Al rahimahullah ta'ala brought concerning them. So as for today, then it is the fourth hadith that Imam al Bukhari collected in this tremendous book from Ata ibn Yasir Ta'ala an ibn Abbas an Ta'ala anhuma annahu atahu Rajulun. فَقَالَ إِنِّي خَطَبْتُ إِمْرَأَةً فَأَبَتْ أَنْ تَنْكِحَنِي وَخَطَبَهَا غَيْرِي فَأَحَبَّتْ أَنْ تَنْكِحَهُ فَغِرْتُ عَلَيْهَا فَقَتَلْتُهَا فَهَلْ لِي مِنْ تَوْبَةَ عطاء بن ياسر he says that on an occasion a man comes to Ibn Abbas رضي الله تعالى عنهما and what is the station of Ibn Abbas? Who can tell us who, who this Ibn Abbas is? Is a, a Mufassir? From which, from which level is he? That, يعني, from which level of the generations that came before us is he? From the, from the Sahaba. But not just from the Sahaba. He is from the Mufassirun of the Quran. He is, in actual fact, a relative. Of the messenger. How is he related to him? Uncle? uncle. Anybody else? Okay, Ibn-u-uncle. Huh? ibn Ambi, It's his uncle. It's his son of his uncle. His paternal cousin. ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhumah. A scholar of this deen. A great companion. A relative of the messenger of Allah. A.S. On this occasion, a man approaches him and he informs him of the fact that he had proposed to a woman, proposed to her in marriage. However, this woman refused his proposal, rejected his proposal. But another man, instead of him, another man proposed to this woman. And this woman... She wanted to marry this second person. She wanted to marry this second man. This man now that came to Ibn Abbas relating this incident, what does he say now? He says, I became jealous over her. Jealousy overcame him. And then what did he do? I killed her. Killed the woman that he wanted to marry. Killed the woman, why? Out of jealousy over her, because somebody else wanted to marry her, and she wanted to marry him. So then he goes on to say, فَهَلْ li min toba." Is there any toba for me now? Is there any repentance for me now? Ibn Abbas رضي الله تعالى عنهما. He asks the man, "Ummuka hayyah is your mother alive? The man said, La, no. So then Ibn Abbas, he says, تُبْ إِلَى اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلُ وَتَقَرَّبِ إليه Repent to Allah عزَّ وَجَلُ and draw close to Him as much as you are able. Ibn Abbas, what did he ask him? He said, أُمُكَ حَيَّ Is your mother alive? So some of us, we may, be asking ourselves, what is the purpose, what's the reason behind Ibn Abbas asking this man, this man that killed another woman, an innocent woman, as to whether or not this killer's mother is alive. Ata ibn Yasir, he says, the narrator, he says, فذهبت فسألت ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما لماذا سألته عن Hayati أمه؟ he says I went to Ibn Abbas and I asked him why is it the case that he asked about whether his mother is alive so then Ibn Abbas replies by saying inni la amalan ila Allah azza Ibn Abbas he says I do not know of any deed that brings a person closer to Allah than having bir towards the walida. Than having goodness, dutifulness, righteousness towards the walida, towards the mother. Concerning this narration, Sheikh Zayd ibn Hadi al-Madkhali, rahimahullah, he mentioned certain fawaid. We'll summarize them to three. The first, في هذه في هذا الأثر الموقوف بيان ما من الحقوق على الإبن ذكرا كان أو أنثى The first benefit the one that is obvious to all of us a clarification highlighting how important it is how important it is and what the mother possesses of rights the rights that the mother possesses, whether you are a male or a female, whether you're a son or a daughter, the mother, she possesses great rights. In, compar- in comparison to the father, greater than the father threefold. For indeed, in the narration prior to this, the narration that most likely every single one of us, if not all of us have heard of, since childhood, we've heard of it. Of the narration when the man came to, came to the Messenger of Allah والسلام, and asked him, Who is the one that deserves the greatest degree of my goodly companionship? So the Messenger said, Ummuk, your mother. Then he said, Who? The Messenger said, Your mother. Then he said, Who? Then he said, Your mother. Then he said, then he said Who? Then he said, Your father. So this narration here highlights to us the great and tremendous right that our mother has upon us for indeed this man did not commit a little crime but he committed a great crime a major crime a major sin against allah azza wa jal likewise a crime likewise taking the right of someone else allah jalla wa ala he says waman yaqtul mu'mina Fajazauhu Jahannam, the one who kills a believer intentionally, then his recompense is Jahannam, Khalidan Fiha. In it he shall abide Khalidan. In it he shall abide for extensive long, long periods of time. Wa Ballahu Alihi Wallaanahu wa لَهُ عَذَابًا عَظِيمًا and Allah's curse is upon the one. That kills a believer intentionally. And Allah's anger is upon him. And he has prepared for him a great and tremendous punishment. That is the penalty for the one who commits this crime. Yet in spite of that, Ibn Abbas رَبِيَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَىٰ عنهما, What does he say to this man? Is your mother alive? Why? Because there's no other deed, Ibn Abbas, he says. There's no other deed that he knows that equates... That draws a person closer to Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, as much as being good and righteous towards the mother. That is one faida. A second faida, Sheikh Zaid, he says, bab lil ida min hayah This narration indicates to us that the door of repentance is open for anyone and everyone, regardless of how great a crime that you have committed, regardless of the sin that you may have been engulfed in, regardless of that, the door of repentance for you, Ya Abdullah, it is open as long as you are still alive, as long as you are still breathing, regardless of what crime you may have committed in this life, that door of repentance Is open for you as long as that repentance fulfills its conditions. What are the conditions of repentance? For them to be fulfilled. For that repentance to be accepted. What are the conditions? Anybody? Sincerity Sincerity, that goes for any act of worship, no doubt. Specific to to... remorse, Remorse, that's one. Never Never to go back to it. Third one. Something else remorse to make acla, to desist from it, what else huh Could of the mean something else Okay, but that's in addition to that's in, that, in general, regardless of whether it's in relation to taking the rights of Allah, committing a sin against Allah or if it's a sin wherein you've taken the rights of someone else, like this one here. to desist from it, and to have azm, to have determination, not to return back to it, and to have nadam, to have repentance over the sin that you engaged in. So if it is the case that a person fulfills these three conditions, when he makes repentance to Allah, then regardless of the crime that you have committed, even if you've committed the greatest crime, al billah, al associating partners with Allah the Most Mighty, even if you've committed that crime, but you seek repentance, you seek forgiveness from Allah, repenting to Him, that sin he will be forgiven. Because we know of another narration of a man that committed a crime worse than this crime. A narration that is most likely very... Well known to all of us, if not to uh, the majority of us. Which crime is that? Of a man that committed a crime worse than the crime of this man who wanted to marry a woman, but because she refused, he killed her. Somebody that committed a crime worse than that. yet Allah forgave him. Who's that? The man who killed 99 people. Killed 99 people. Sheikh Zaid ibn Hadi al he makes mention of that. Of the man who killed 99 people. Yet even though he killed 99 people, he was remorseful. Even though he slaughtered 99 human beings, in spite of that, he wanted to repent. So what does he do? He went to a priest, he went to a rahib, he went to a monk, he went to a, an abid, a worshipper, but somebody who lacked knowledge. So what did he say to this man? He told him as to what had occurred. So what did the man then say to him? What did the rahib then say to him? What did this worshipper say to him? He, he said, you won't be forgiven. So what did this man who killed 99 people now do? Kill the monk, kill the monk as well. And now he's kill, killed 100 people. Yet still he is remorseful. So he goes over to now whom? An alim. An alim. A knowledgeable person. A scholar. And the scholar says to him. No more repentance for you. You're an evil person. You're a serial killer. You're a murderer. You're this, you're that. There's no more repentance for you. Is that what he said? لا. He said. There is nothing stopping you. And Allah Jalla Allah, Accepting your repentance. Except that right now. You're in an evil land. A land of evil people. Rather go to that land. A land where there's righteous people. So the man he set off on the journey. But halfway on the journey what happened? The man passed away. Now the angels come down. The angels of mercy. And the angels of torment. They come down and they start to quarrel. As to who is going to take the soul of this person. The angels of mercy. They want to take his soul. Because he's repentant. But the angels of adab. They want to take his soul because of the great and monstrous crimes that he had committed. So then, this man, a judgment is made that he belongs to the people, to the land that he is closer to. And it happened to be the case that by Allah's mercy, he was closer to the land of the righteous. And thus he ended up being forgiven and he ended up being from amongst the righteous people. The point being, Ya Ikhwan, that the barb of tawbah, the door of repentance, is continuously open for you as long as you are still alive. Because this man did not commit a little crime, he committed a great crime. Think about it, murdering someone, killing someone in cold blood, out of rage. Ya Allahu Jalla Ala, he could still accept the repentance of this person. And Ibn Abbas ta'ala anhumah, he directed him to do what? He directed him to one of the greatest deeds, and that is the deed of being good and of being righteous to the one who was a cause and a means of you coming into this life. As for the third benefit that Sheikh Zaid ibn Hadi al Madkhali mentions, then that is. فَيَلْتَمِسُونَ لَهُمْ أَبْوَابِ الْخَيْرِ وَيُرْشِدُونَهُمْ إِلَى الدُّخُولِ إِلَى اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ مِنْهَا This is the way of the people of knowledge. That they don't make you become despondent concerning the mercy of Allah. The way of the ulama is that they they, they show you and that they seek out the doors, the avenues that will bring about hope in your heart towards the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَاللَّهُ Al نَفْسَهُ الْغَفُورُ الْرَحِيمُ فَهُوَ يَغْفِرْ ذُنُوبَ الْمُذْنِبِينَ Allah, he has named him himself as al Ghafur al-raheem, as the forgiving, as the merciful. He is the one that forgives the sins of the sinners. وَيَرْحَمَ الْمُخْتِئِينَ الَّذِينَ تَسَلَّطَ عَلَيْهِمْ الْشَيَاطِينَ He is the one that has mercy upon the ones that commit mistakes, those upon whom the devils have gained ascendancy over. Those people that have fallen into mistakes as a result of the devil overcoming them. The devils from the jinn and the shayateen up until you ended up falling into those destructive crimes. Allah is ghafoor, Allah is Rahim, Allah is the forgiving, Allah is the merciful and therefore a person, he should never become despondent Concerning the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Regardless of the crime that he falls into. هذا وَاللَّهُ تَعَالَ أَعْلَمُ وَصَلِلَّهُمْ أَعْلَى مُحَمَّدُ وَالْحَمْدُ لِلَهِ رَبِّ الْعَالَوِينَ